Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy this shit show. Once again, to the Bread and Circuses podcast, I am Rooster, here with Chinese finger trap escape artist, Crow. Hello. How you doing? Very good. <laughs> we have like a whole new setup here. It feels awesome. In the second bunker? Yeah, like good mics, and you've well, been play. you've like read the instructions on the mixer and everything. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll be doing sound effects. That's like me tacitly uh, admitting that you do all the sound work. Yep. That I do. Okay, well, then I'll just flat out admit it. <laughs> All right. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, as always. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, I have a little quiz for you. All right. Okay? It's called Nazi or not. Hmm. Okay? Now, because we don't want to keep using the Nazi word just in case it gets us, you know, shut down or anything like that, we're going to substitute that for punchable. Okay? Oh, yeah, because the left and... and um Antifa always says that um, it's okay to punch a Nazi. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you ready? Yep. Little quiz here. So you just tell me punchable or not, or not punchable. All right. Okay. Uh, like Trump. Like Trump? Yeah. You like Trump. Oh, punchable. Okay. You shave your head. Punchable. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. What race? You just shave your uh... head. No, I can't say punch. I can't say punchable. Okay. How about you cut your hair really short? It's, a la Richard it's, Spencer. It's still it still depends on race. Okay. What if you like Richard Spencer? Uh, punchable. Okay. What if your favorite colors are red and black? No, not punchable. Okay. What about if you uh, wave to people real suggestively with your right hand? Like outstretched? Maybe. Are you are you knife handing it? <laughs> no. Okay. Then not punchable? You're waving palm down to a friend of yours. But you're doing the knife hand, right? <laughs> I don't know. The way you're doing it, it looks punchable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's punchable. Uh how about you speak German? Oh, punchable. Punchable? Yeah. Okay. Um what if you think uh, some Republicans have good ideas. Punchable. Uh, I think George Washington wasn't a bad guy. Punchable. Uh, you have an American flag somewhere. <laughs> I mean, punchable. What if you listen to country music? Hmm. If you don't promote it actively, maybe you're not so punchable. What if you uh, have an American flag garment item, like a shirt? Punchable. Okay. Confederate flag. Oh, yeah. Eminently punchable. Okay. Um, well, you've, you've failed the quiz. What? Because everything I listed is punchable. Well, there's nuance to some of that. No. Like nope, the shaved there's head no nuance. thing? No, there's no nuance. Are, are you telling me like a, a black dude with shaved head is, is a Nazi, or sorry, punchable? Yeah, absolutely. Automatically? Yeah, they, they have to be. No. Yeah, they just have doesn't to Doesn't work that No, that doesn't work. I think there's exceptions. Because, because you know he likes Trump and he'd wear a MAGA hat if he could. Okay, if you had a shaved head and a Trump hat... Like a MAGA hat. Okay, sure. Punchable. 
What if you had a shaved head, you were black and wore a MAGA hat? Punchable. What if you you're, didn't you're shave your head? What if you had the full-blown afro with the comb sticking out of it and you had a Make America Great hat? Punchable. Yeah. What if you had a yarmulke but a Trump hat over it? Well, according to BuzzFeed, you are punchable. Okay. Did you hear about that guy who was uh, – he, he and his 17-year-old wife – not a problem there have uh they got busted for what was that uh ben shapiro called a shul is that a is that a jewish term for uh a uh synagogue i don't know what a shul I have no is. idea i don't either but so the guy in indiana got he admitted to vandalizing this i'll call it a synagogue ben shapiro called it a shul but then he said he was BuzzFeed reported that he claimed he was radicalized by listening to the far right like Ben Shapiro. Hmm. So Ben Shapiro radicalized him to uh, to go vandalize a, a I almost said mosque to vandalize a synagogue. And the guy was the guy a white guy. Yeah. But he was inspired by Ben Shapiro. Was he inspired because he hated what Ben Shapiro was saying or did he agree with Ben Shapiro? I don't that's what I don't. Well, I don't it. know, but BuzzFeed ran that story, and then they had to retract it later because Ben Shapiro said this is utterly ridiculous. Well, it is. Yeah, Ben Shapiro is about as Jewish as it gets. Yeah, I mean, th- those are his words. Yeah, he's very, very pro-Israel. What's the What's the term for it? Um, is it Zionist? Yeah, I think is he pretty much. I don't, I'm to be honest, I just like gaslighting. I don't know what the hell Zionist means That's exactly. A good point. Because yeah. I've heard both. Well, our evangelicals tend to be Zionist. Isn't that what it is? I don't know. I, I mean, you know what? The, I, I, I better handy Google. I better. Machine. You know what? We this is fake news. If we if we don't get this right, so yeah, you better Google it. I know evangelicals are very much pro-Israel because you know the Promised Land and all that business. So I don't know if that means they're Zionist. I I'm not sure I, what that means. I don't know. What, okay, a Zionist is a supporter of of Zionism. Thanks, Google. A person who believes in the development and protection of Jewish nation in what is now Israel. Okay, so I guess you could be a Zionist and not be a Jew. Yeah. I think a lot of evangelicals are then uh, considered Zionist. Okay. In Southern Africa, this is the second definition. In Southern Africa is in parentheses. A member of any group of independent churches who practice a form of Christianity incorporating elements of traditional African beliefs. Well, that's not it. Yeah, now you just lost me. Oh, well. Yeah. So yeah, Ben Shapiro got called out for being. Uh, well, what was the question you said though? If you, if you have a flag that has, or if you like the colors red and black, what was that? Because that's the Antifa colors. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, red and black. Nope. Nope. The, You're red, wrong. the Antifa flag is red. You're and wrong. Black. You're wrong, and no amount of video evidence is going to sway me. <laughs> you are wrong. You had sir. me going there for a minute. See, the whole the whole thing is a trick question. As soon as you said you like Trump, you were punchable for everything else you said. Merited you being punched. Okay. So see how the quiz works? I see. So now you can quiz your friends on it. But you know they're punchable because they're your friends. Well, instead of telling them they're taking a quiz, just ask them if they like Trump and then punching them to prove that they're punchable. And then videotape it while I do it and then send it out to all the Antifa chapters across the nation so I can get recognition for doing it. Sure. Do you hear that noise in the background? I do. Okay. <laughs> it's just uh, neighbors fighting, that's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
<laughs> I thought we It'll were... die down once one of them kills each other. <laughs> I Literally. Thought, I, th- <laughs> I thought we were hidden from that stuff in the bunker. So No, you got to be able to hear what's going on outside. So I've, I've, I've rigged it so that you can pick up some noises outside. It's not totally soundproofed. Um, I got some good news and some bad news for you. All right. Okay. So one, I'm going to play this clip of a uh, this startup called Dessa, uh, D-E-S-S-A, it's an IT company or something. Uh, their AI engineers have recreated Joe Rogan's voice to a T. Okay, so I'm going to play a sample of Joe Rogan's real voice here. You ready? Yep. Hold on. Give it a second. Friends, I've got something new to tell all of you. I've decided to sponsor a hockey team made up entirely of chimps. I'm tired of people telling me that chimps are not capable of kicking human ass in sports. Chimps are just superior athletes. And these chimps have been working out hard. They're throwing kettlebells, battle ropes, everything. I've got them on a strict diet of bone broth and elk meat. These chimps will rip your balls off. Goddamn, it's impressive. All I got to say is, see you on the ice, folks. Okay, that's the that's the sample of Joe Rogan's real voice, right? <laughs> Except it's not. That's the AI generated yeah, that's version cool. of his voice. And he tweeted something like uh he said to Dessa was and it's Dessa D E S S A. Thank you. Also a local rapper too. Not the same, but there's a local rapper named Dessa, but I don't think she did it. Um he he put on his tweet some words to the effect of, Hey, I'm utterly flattered that you would choose my voice to say how completely fucked we all are. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to, there's going to be a time when the video is just as good as that too, where you're not going to be able to tell who's what's real and what's not. Yeah. That's crazy. So they're going to use that to smear politicians and, and just kind of try to ruin people's lives and, or promote products, you know, all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, for for it to be that close. I mean, there's a couple spots in there where it sounds like he sort of misspoke. Like they, It kind of sounds to me, well, it sounded like an edit, like somebody just edited like clips of it. So it didn't sound natural. To, like the whole thing didn't sound natural, but sections of it sounded very natural the way he spoke. Yeah, but that's scary. Yeah. So, well, I mean. It'll take a little bit of tweaking to make it sound totally natural, but it's we're, they're almost there. You know, I guess on the good side is on weeks that we're busy, we don't have to do the podcast. We'll just run the AI. Now, I know there's AI that writes scripts too and, and writes novels. Do you know that? No. There's novel writing AI. There's movie writing AI. Is that how they came up with the Twilight series? Because that stuff's trash. Probably. But yeah, so here, so you have a podcast writing AI and then you put this software to do the host voices and then you're done. So you boop, two buttons and you've got... You've what do you think pod- it would talk about? Well, if it, if if uh, what happened with that Joe Rogan clip was anything um, um, anything to base it on, I would be very entertained by it. <laughs> like that, which battleship team would be better at hockey? Well, it would have to take samples like of our first fifty episodes or something, and then build a you know, algorithm of of what they think we are and how we speak, and it would be yeah, it would be pretty entertaining. I think more entertaining than I am right now. I think. <laughs> What if it uh, got a hold of the episode where we're talking about Shirley Manson's quotes? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, the one? fact that we laughed so hard at it, they would realize that, yeah, these guys think that sh- that's very funny. So they're going to talk about pooping. <laughs> and they're going to talk about stinky sex. That's it. She didn't talk about pooping. 
Yeah, she did poop, poo and piss and. Well, yeah, but she's not pooping on people. Yeah, exactly. No. That, she's not German. It's a whole different episode. She's not some shisa porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of fake quotes and stuff, there's that uh, was a New York Times reporter. Yeah, it was a Time Magazine columnist. Oh, Time Magazine columnist. Okay. Uh, his name's Ian Bremmer. Sunday, he tweeted a quote from President Trump about North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. And it's actually in quotes. That quickly went viral. Uh, in quotes, it said, President Trump in Tokyo. Kim Jong-un is smarter and would make a better president than sleepy Joe Biden. Unquote. And he wrote that in Twitter. And while Trump did praise the North Korean uh dictator's insult of former vice president joe biden the president never said what bremer quoted him as saying because bremer made it up so he left the false post up for several hours uh before conceding he made up the quote and deleting the tweet which he defended as plausible this is uh, i'm reading this off of uh the daily caller by the way the article peter peter hat we but I, not only did he say it was plausible he also said it was utterly ridiculous that anyone would think that it was true so how is something utterly ridiculous and plausible all at the same time? Yeah, and a lot of leftists bit, and they were yeah, including that that uh, Anna Navarro, who's the she keeps she keeps claiming she's a Republican, but she's so full of shit. She's on the View half the time. God, I can't yeah. stand her. Right. Talk about punchable. Yeah. So yeah, here's Anna Navarro. Don't shrug your shoulders. Don't get used to this insanity. Wrote CNN contributor Anna Navarro. That's that's what she responded to it. Uh, she also uh, said the president of the United States praising a cruel dictator who violates human rights, threatens nuclear attack, oppresses his people, and kills pol- political opponents is not freaking normal. Navarro added. So her her tweet amplifying Bremer's fake quote was shared thousands of times across Twitter. Isn't it funny how, like, twisted up they are over all this? Well, first of all, is it really praise if he said, because I believe they said when uh, Kim Jong-un said that Joe Biden was a low IQ guy, uh, Trump goes, I think he is. Is that praise for Kim Jong-un? Did he go, Kim Jong-un, that son of a bitch, he is one smart motherfucker. He nailed that whole thing. I mean, no one has insight into Joe Biden like Kim Jong-un. All he said was, yeah, I think he might be right. Is that really praise? I mean, he didn't go on and on about it. Didn't the Japanese prime minister say pretty much the same thing too? I don't know. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't understand. He said it in Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's, it's just silly. And the, the fact is, this guy wasn't doing it. I don't. Was he? He wasn't doing it to prove a point, was he? I don't know. I, there, there's nothing I'm getting from this article that's saying that he came back and said, "I'm trying to point that this." No, he he. I don't understand the thought process behind this. But go back 20 years, okay? Is there a journalist around 20 years ago that you can think of who would have even dared to put that in quotes? And if they had, what would the rest of the journalism community have done to them? I'm wondering how much of shit they've got, they got away with over the years since there was no um, you know, social media and 4chan to, to catch them doing this yeah, shit. But they just... They, How do you know they didn't? He completely made it up. How do you know they haven't in the past? I, I don't I think, know. I think it might, might happen a lot more than we expect. I just think as suspect. much as as much as I didn't care for Walter Cronkite, you know, and uh, who, who are the guys, uh, the Watergate guys, uh, Woodward and Bernstein, yep. as much as I don't really care for him, I, 
I think if you'd have told those guys, hey, just put this in quotes for laughs, they'd be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. That's not, that's a lie. And now people are like, well, yeah, it's a big deal. So was Bremer trying to call out everybody on Twitter by this, by the statement, this is objectively and completely ludicrous quote, and yet kind of plausible, especially on Twitter, where people automatically support whatever political position they have. That's the point. He wrote that in a sense deleted correction. So it sounds to me like he is trying to justify it and trying to throw everybody under the bus with that statement, right? He's not... Maybe. I don't know. But I mean, that, it's pretty he's, weak. He's not, like, defending it at this point. He took it down. Yeah. If he wanted to have a discussion Is he about known that, as a leftist? Well, he's a journalist, so probably. Yeah. And for Time, Time Magazine? I suspect Time's pretty, pretty left. Yeah, very left. I don't so. think Time's got anybody on the right working for him. Yeah. But my my point in this is, I don't care what his point was. He made up a quote, and people are just going to believe it. And I, I can't remember if we talked about this before, and I'm, I'm going to get these numbers wrong, but it it sort of highlights the the uh, how it's skewed. But Rogan was talking on one of his podcasts. He'd read somewhere. So this is, I, I'm just taking his word for it, that he said there's something like half a million tweets a second. And and this math may not work out, but it's something like half a million tweets a second. And 80% of the tweeting is done by 20% of the people on Twitter. And of that, like another, it's like 75% is done by like 3% of those people. So the point is, it's the same people over and over tweeting the same stuff. And I wonder sometimes, because Tim Pool has mentioned these, these, you know, how leftist twitter is because you know these blue checkmark people all follow each other and a lot of them are journalists that if this bremer guy didn't throw it out there just thinking it was for his audience and forgetting that i mean it's twitter it's just out there yeah i don't like he thought it would be entertaining and just didn't think it was as big a deal as it was and then when there was some backlash over he's like "Ah, i'm just kidding and then people were still coming at him. He's like, all right, fine, I'll take it down. Well, I would believe it, that it was kind of a thing to point out how people in political camps are just rabid to latch on to anything that validates what they believe if he wasn't one of them. So I don't know. I don't know if I should give him the benefit of the doubt or not because I don't really know the guy. So I'd have to look into his history to know whether or not I believe it or you know that he was doing this to prove a point. I, I think he tried to make the point fit what he was doing. Yeah, that's kind of the impression I'm getting. Yeah. But, you know, what I was saying, isn't it funny how twisted up they get? So Biden is taking shots at Trump, and Trump's taking shots at Biden. I get it. It's that whole thing. But Biden will get over here, and he'll stand over here in the United States and make fun of Trump and say, oh, he's lying about this. Just the other day again, he said that Trump said all Mexicans were rapists and everything that, he's he's never said that and and that keeps getting but he yeah but he keeps saying used. stuff like when he said oh you know the republicans want to put you all back in chains and that he just repeats that bullshit he says stuff that's defamatory and lying right and so he says that stuff and it's okay for him to do that and the media retweets it and replays it and shows video over and over and over but Trump's over there, and they ask him about what Kim Jong-un said after he's launched a couple more missiles. And Trump's like, eh, I'm not really worried about those missiles. But, you know, I think he might be right about Biden. And they're like, they're all they're all bent out of shape saying, I can't believe that a sitting president would say something so terrible about a former vice president while he's on 
uh, foreign soil. Did they forget that, like, the internet works everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> that, like, it, whether or not he's on foreign soil or, I mean, we can all see it. I mean, do they not get that? Are they that stupid? Yeah, and at this point, really, fuck them. Yeah, but it reminds me of, you see those videos on YouTube where, you know, you see some woman who's at a party and she's yelling at a guy and she says, uh, you know, she'll hit him or whatever and they'll spit on him and then all of a sudden the guy decks her. Yeah. And she'll go, I can't believe you hit a woman. You know, well, come on. If you're, if you're doing that, it's going to happen to you. And so Biden says all these, you know, this, some of it's just flat out lies and it gets retweeted and replayed and rerun. And they're like, Oh, you know, here's Joe just being fierce and fighting back. And, and Trump, all Trump said was, yeah, the guy might be right about Joe Biden. And they're like, I can't believe you would say that on, on foreign soil, you know, like he used God's name in vain in a church. Yeah, we're kind of beyond that at this point, aren't we? But it, it's stupid. It's just so stupid that they get so butthurt over that stuff. Well, and then they'll turn around and you say, then then everything Elon Omar or AOC says, why are you getting so butthurt over it? We're not, though. <laughs> We're just saying, that's ridiculous. You yeah. know, you point out their hypocrisy and they're going, oh, you know, it really, it really got under your skin, didn't it? No. I mean, look at what you said. It's stupid. Yeah, I, I'm not flying into a, a, into a fit of rage over yeah. it. I'm just saying, are you full of shit? And yeah. You're like, oh, you're really bothered, aren't you? <clears throat> yeah, kind of. So, speaking of AOC, um, the uh, Fresno Grizzlies, which are a, I believe it's a AAA team for the Houston Astros. Um, I'm not sure on that, but they ran a Memorial Day. This is along the same lines. Memorial Day video of a clip of Ronald Reagan speaking on their, on their uh, jumbotron with the, you know, all these images flying by. And when it said something about opposing the, or fighting those who oppose freedom, it flashed Kim Jong-un, AOC, and Fidel Castro. <laughs> and I apparently they took a ton of shit over it. Oh, it's, it's funny. I mean, even, like, like, let's put it, let's say it was a very liberal school that flashed Trump in between, you know, like whatever. Um, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. You yeah. Know, they thought they were being funny. Or you'd probably just be like, really? Again? Yeah. Whatever. Again with this? You wouldn't, you wouldn't tweet him and be like, I can't believe you would disrespect a president like this when he's on foreign soil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty good. But they just got, they got so worked up over it. I mean, these these guys have you know they love to just throw stones, but they can't they can't understand they're living in glass houses. So anyway, you wanted to talk about the uh, the uh, rogue gangs of yes uh, Somali individuals in Minneapolis that were yeah it gets it doesn't get reported nobody's nobody's heard of this stuff. Um, so breaking news here, folks. Um, so this was from. This article is from Alpha News. It's a minute, Minnesota. Hate speech. Yeah. A punchable website. Yeah. Punchable website. Um, Wednesday, May 29th is what this article is. So, mob with hammers descends on Minneapolis East Bank LRT patrons. LRT is light, light rail. 
So a mob of eight to ten males wielding hammers descended upon bystanders at the East Bank Light Rail Station on Friday night, injuring several, according to a recorded police dispatch audio. So, uh, yeah, so May 21st, 2019, we received the redacted police. This is from the article here. We received the redacted police report from the University of Minnesota Police Department on this incident, which includes a detailed narrative of the events and details describing the perpetrators as a group of Somali juveniles. The report describes the two juveniles cited as between the ages of 12 and 15. The two juveniles were cited with misdemeanor fleeing police and disorderly conduct. One of the two juveniles was also charged with misdemeanor false information to the police. A representative from the Minneapolis Police Department's second precinct, which covers the area where the incident occurred, responded that the case was being handled by the University of Minnesota Police and that the police report indicated there were seven juveniles causing a disturbance, but it was more than that, uh, and causing a disturbance in quotation marks here. Um, just Did, is, so More quote, of a ruckus, really. Was it something Trump said? If it was yeah, in quotations? I, I, yeah, and more of a ruckus, you know. You know, more of a ballyhoo. Um, Is it written by, what's his name, Ian Bremer? Did he write this article? The light, so on the light rail platform, they were causing a platform, they were causing a disturbance, and that two of the juveniles had pipes in their hands. Uh, The email stated that they were arrested for, incited for disorderly conduct, fleeing police, false information, transported to juvenile detention center. Uh, One of them was known to officers in the first precinct, which covered downtown, which is a shithole, Minneapolis downtown. Um, and the Cedar Riverside area. How dare you, sir? So, um, so they it, they were wielding not just pipes; it was hammers too. And, and it wasn't just a, a ruckus or a disturbance. They were uh, here. We go. Um, they were up to shenanigans. There's a Facebook post on on the Second Precinct Crime Watch page that said the Minnesota or University of Minnesota Police were requesting assistance from Minneapolis Police and Metro Tr- Transit Police for a group of eight to ten males chasing people with hammers, and that some people were injured. A Facebook post a minute later on the Minneapolis Scanner page said that three police departments were responding to multiple 911 calls, about 10 to 12 Somali teen males armed with hammers chasing people, also with several several injuries reported. Uh, both Facebook pages regularly post summaries of police scanner um, audio, and there is audio of the, um, the dispatch. Um, so a person who claimed on social media to have been at the station when the incident occurred said that the group of males had hammers and bars and that they seemed to be attacking anyone who looked like they had money or were white. The witness, who said he isn't white, said he didn't want to take on a bunch of dudes with blunt objects and that he hurried an older white lady away as they walked a few blocks to catch a bus. Uh, On Wednesday, there was an attempted robbery at the same location during which two U of M students were injured. According to a media report, it was unknown whether these incidents were related, and it was two females. And I... From the picture I saw, she got hit pretty fucking hard. Like, it might even leave a scar in her face. So your problem with this was that they were... you. So you think this wasn't reported because they were using hammers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because See? there's a, a large contingent of... Hammer-wielding youths. Of the... Um, what is it? Uh, National Hammer Association? Yes. Big Big Hammer? Listen, follow the money. Big hammer. You know, yeah. I mean, they got lobbyists in their back pockets. They're writing all the laws. Yeah. So nobody, this, this story went unreported for about three days. When I first heard about this, I didn't hear any news about it or anything. Finally got picked up by a local kind of conservative radio, uh, talk show, morning talk show. And then once they talked about it, then one of the TV stations ran a report on it after that. But 
Um, this is the kind of stuff they try to sweep under the rug because it's uncomfortable. It's an un- uncomfortable truth that when you bring in uh, hammer wielders, hammer wielders um, that aren't native to the culture and that um, aren't going to assimilate into the culture and then come in and don't offer anything other than gimme, gimme, gimme. So they come into our, I mean, we're a, we're a standard claw hammer kind of area here. And they came in with their ball peen hammers. Yeah, swinging waving around. them around, yeah. fucking causing like problems, and the media just didn't want to cover it because the hammer lobby. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what we're getting at. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> if you were gonna go on a crime spree with uh, some friends of yours and wielding hammers, what hammer would you use? The the biggest roof nailing hammer I ha- I could find, probably. Really? Yeah, just to intimidate. But you know, if you're gonna have a little nail, ball, they don't nail roofs anymore. You use the the air hand or the nail guns. Yeah. Well, okay. Then the nail gun. <laughs> uh, they're they're going to hear you coming with that compressor going. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he comes. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I do understand. Minnesota has a lot uh, of hammer wielders. A concealed carry permit. You know, it's it's the law here. You can have a gun in in Minnesota, anywhere in Minnesota, and carry it concealed legally if you go through the proper training and pay the fee. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a well issue state, and there's a lot of people that have concealed carry permits and carry in Minneapolis. Now I don't know so much the U of M. That probably yeah, not in not that in area, U of M no. in the Riverside area. No, no. Uh, you know, college students and all that. But you're taking a big risk, even if you're feeling bold. A group of ten to twelve youths, quote unquote, you know, feeling their oats and gonna go uh, rob some rich white people. You're you're really, really stupid. What does what does race have to do with it? You mean non hammer wielders? Yeah, I'm just from the from the quoting from the article here. Okay. That, that they were they were going after people that looked like they had money, aka white people, and not, <laughs> and not hammers. <laughs> yeah. So it's just this is kind of what's been happening over in Europe. You know, uh, you've got mass like mass rapes, um, no go zones in France. You've got gr- uh, grooming gangs where there are thousands of of girls being you know basically prostituted out or, or just used as sex slaves. And the authorities know about it, but they keep it they keep it under wraps because they don't want um, they don't want to go against the uh, the diversity and migration is our, our our greatest asset kind of narrative. So they they really keep that shit on clamp down over over in Germany and Sweden and France, or they have tried to, and that's the same kind of shit that's happening here. You've got a, a Democrat kind of liberal. You know, kumbaya, uh, mud diversity um, attitude going on here. And when things kind of show, well, it's not going as well as you think. They just they won't even they, they won't even allow it to be stated. They, Listen, that uncomfortable truth is just too much for them. Crow, or is it too much for us? Because yeah, all of a sudden, Crow, you're not understanding that the uh, am world, I spewing hate now? The world is a many tool faceted place, mm-hmm. and in the uh, toolbox rainbow of of implements, we have to learn to accept hammers. Okay. We just have to. I mean, I know you're a screwdriver kind of guy. Now, I'd rather just but, throw out a bunch of rakes. And I know. 
I know, you know, occasionally you branch out with some socket wrenches and you tell yourself, you know, some of your best friends are socket wrenches because they have, you know, because they have a lot of different parts to them. But really, you're just a toolist. Okay. Or just a tool. Yeah. <laughs> you're a screwdriver kind of guy. You have you have toolbox privilege, you know? I just talked to someone today that uh, it's a Trump supporter and an uh, older woman who's close to retirement age maybe close to 60 you mean she's punchable <laughs> and i told her about this this um attack on the light rail system at the u of m and she had no clue it happened because she's a but if she did she's a a punchable uh hammer phobic so all right we're gonna keep going with this <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be the whole the whole story we're going to be talking about hammers? <laughs> All right. Uh, but this is also the uh, a year and a half, two years ago, the BART system in San Francisco um, that had the same issue there. Um, there were gangs of youths, quote unquote youths. It was black kids getting on and beating the holy hell out of people and robbing people. White, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. Um, and it was a big problem. And there was video because these BART stations have video everywhere you know what they decided to do to address this the the problem Hmm. they cut off the video feed and they didn't allow the news stations to play video from the attacks well they can't stop the news station from playing it can they they wouldn't they wouldn't uh they wouldn't release the video release the video yeah i can see that because it was problematic it was showing a group of you know groups of black youths doing this and they thought, okay, well, since if white people see a group of black youths attacking people, then they're automatically going to think all black people do this, right? That's that's the thought. And then then we're going to start lynching people, or we're going to start you know burning crosses in black people's yards. So they can't show us this because we are so utterly racist that we can't differentiate between a, a segment that's criminal and a segment that's not because we don't think that way. Because if they got dark skin, they're all the same. Well, can you deny that if we went after the hammer manufacturers oh and God. took all the hammers away? <laughs> Let me hit my head in the... <laughs> they couldn't... I mean, you couldn't hit people with hammers. If we just didn't have hammers, there would be no hammer assaults like this. It's the hammer's fault. But then they just transitioned to brooms. You know, there you go, smearing like, brooms. Like in last our last podcast, we talked about the guy that was holding off the intruder with a broom, the naked intruder in his daughter's bedroom. Yeah. Until until his girlfriend got his gun for him. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know why, because the broom was working. Yeah, it was so, working. And, you know, you had to go with brooms because, you know, that makes you a misogynist because you went brooms subconsciously, witches, you know. That just yeah. views how you view females. And I don't point out these stories. And it probably does sound like I do. we do an awful lot or I bring up an awful lot of stories that are dealing with a race. Um, but it's because it's become such an issue that the left are using using racial politics. Every Everywhere you turn, that's all it's about is trying to get people to think the system is rigged against people that aren't white and that all white people are inherently racist. And they're, te- they're teaching it to their kids in school. They're teaching it on TV shows and they're teaching it in the music. And that's why I think you have to fight against it and go, no, we're not all racist. But then me bringing it up all the time, they go, well, <laughs> that's all you talk about. <laughs> so you must be. I'm like, no, I'm not saying that you should consider every 
every black youth or every Somali youth that you see a potential hammer wielder. But I'm saying there is a problem. It needs to be addressed and not hidden away because they're afraid that us, quote unquote, unquote, racists will start, you know, wilding out. Well, I'm just going to say this and then we can move to the next subject. I was, I, I think you bring up race a lot in stories like this to detract from the point I'm trying to make, which is it's all about the hammer. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Rooster. Thanks for derailing my segment. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, man. Just mm. to fuck up your shit. All right, Bruh. what do you got next? <laughs> Bruh. Do it again. Got my new sounder. Bruh. So. <laughs> okay, what else you got? I wanted to talk about, well, do you want to transition to the Mueller story? Or do you want to transition to the transition story? The, well, let's do Mueller because it's, Cause it it's, happened. Because there was another to... transgender athlete that won, won uh track meet. No, let's talk about Mueller. NCAA track championship. Okay. Talk about Mueller. We'll get po- political up, up in his bitch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's much to say other than. You know, Mueller got up there today and said, uh, this is the last I'm going to say about this. I'm going to read read my conclusion. Well, let's explain in case people don't know who Mueller is. Yeah, there's. if you don't know who Mueller is, turn it off. Just go away. <laughs> Take if, the next 10 minutes off. Just, no, just reevaluate your life because they're, not that it's so important that you it's have to know. It's just that everybody's talking about it. If you haven't heard about it, it's like not knowing the sky is blue. Go outside, but look he's, up. He's special see. counsel Robert uh, Mueller. Special counsel or? Yeah. All right. Well, so he came out with his report a month or so ago and said, can't prove Trump did it. Yeah. But we can't say he didn't do it, which is not his job to do. I mean, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. So he sort of got up there today and heavily implied that he can't do anything because there's a Justice Department long-term or uh, long-held policy of not, he said, there's long-held policy in the Justice Department of not Indicting a sitting president. Indicting a sitting president, which is not true. And he said, so constitutionally, we can't do it. Well, if it's a Justice Department policy, that's different than constitutional. policy doesn't mean. So the idea that a president can't be prosecuted for a felony, like the president could just go outside, like Trump said, and shoot people on Fifth Avenue. And people would go, well, he's a fucking president, so there's nothing we can do about it. Got to impeach him. So uh, I heard this brought up by... Uh, Bill O'Reilly, of all people, who I don't particularly care for. Yeah, he's, he's, he's way too arrogant. Smug son of a bitch. But he did point out, he made a good point. He said if uh, if Mueller has this evidence, which he sort of implied to Congress that he does, he basically said, I can't do anything, but you can, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, he, If he has this evidence that says, you know, Trump did something, but he doesn't disclose it in his report, that he's obstructing justice. Hmm. And they're not going he Mueller doesn't want to testify. He's not gonna get outside of, you know, his report where he says, Look, this is what I found, and that's all I'm saying. And he said even today, he goes, I don't have anything to add other than what's in my report. So he's just gonna say, See my report, see my report. But he's gonna have guys like Jim Jordan from Ohio who are gonna say, When did you know? That you couldn't convict him. Was it like you did it and the next day you started writing the report? Yeah. Then why the fuck did we spend all this time doing when, this? When did you know? 
when and then why did you go off on all these tangents? Why are you after people over taxes and stuff like that? Why, it's to destroy Trump. Why did you do all that stuff? He does not want to testify because he doesn't he doesn't want to say that he doesn't have anything. Yeah, everybody knows it wasn't about getting to the truth. It was about destroying Trump. No, it was getting to the truth because oh, you yeah, know the dossier. Absolutely. You know. Uh, he also said that uh, quote, if we had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime we would have said so unquote yeah that's not how it works that's just a fucking dick thing to do and that's basically dog whistling there have been yeah there have been uh i do know what that means but that's what he's doing he's saying hey hey take this up take there's something there was that before or after he flashed the white power symbol (laughs) you know yeah white power and then he uh then he gaslit everybody and said peace out what? I don't know. He lost me. All kinds of weird terms. <laughs> but so the point is, if he had something, he would either pursue that, just like, I mean, Ken Starr did when Ken Starr went after Clinton. Yeah. He yeah. said, here, this, 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 and this. Now, this is what I have. And people go, well, they didn't convict Clinton. You're right. They didn't. But he was he was disbarred in Arkansas, couldn't practice law anymore, and he had to write huge checks for fines. He got busted. So this idea that you can't go after a president. If they had, if they thought they could give Trump a jaywalking ticket out of this, they would. Yeah. And I heard Newt Gingrich on Ben Shapiro's show the other day. He said, this is so ridiculous that they're going back now and saying, do you know that Trump at one point owed people like a billion dollars? He was a billion dollars in the hole. Well, in his book, The Art of the Comeback, Gingrich points out, He says right in the beginning, like the first page, I was this much in debt personally and this much, uh, you know, I had this much corporate debt and everything. He goes, so is it news that 25 years ago he was in debt when he he puts it in his best-selling book on page one? (laughs) He goes, well, this is journalism for you, folks. And it's absolutely true. Mueller doesn't have shit because if he did, he would go after him somehow, any way they could. And then Mueller said, well, we have to, uh, you know, we have to keep in mind that there was Russian meddling. I have no doubt there was Russian meddling in our election. No doubt. But as Sarah, San- Sarah Huckabee Sanders pointed out today, she goes, that didn't happen under our watch. That happened under the previous president. She and, goes, their administration didn't do anything. And they, they knew about it and they downplayed it. And how exactly, show me how Trump has been a friend to Putin. Yeah, exactly. I I can't think of anything other than when they bombed Syria, when they hit them with the cruise missiles, they allegedly called the Russians and said, you got about 10 minutes to get shit out of that yeah. airport or it's going to get blown up. Whereas Obama was sitting on stage with uh, Med- Medvedev, is his name? Yeah, Medvedev. Right. Um, he was the, he's not the, he was the premier, I can't remember the title of him, but he's one of the leaders in Russia. There's like a. Well, I have a, this is funny. I have a buddy who's a personal trainer that I used to work out with. Who is who's from Belarus, and we should have him on sometime because it's fascinating talking to the guy. And he told me, you know, Putin was president, and then he became prime minister. He goes, "You watch, Putin's going to go back in as president. He's never going to leave." And I'm like, "But they have elections." He goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "Nope, this is how it's going to work." And he told me, "Yeah." And I'm like, "No." So Putin was president. Got I think it's Medvedev. Medvedev, yeah. In there as the as the president while Putin was prime minister. And then because he hadn't been president for a certain amount of time, he could run again. So he ran and now he's president. But back to my point, 
And then they changed the law, apparently, that says, well, he can stay president. There's a hot mic incident with Obama yeah. and Medvedev sitting on stage and Obama saying, you know, just wait till after these elections. I'll have more more leeway to deal. We can do we can work deals and, you know, tell 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 uh, Putin it's going to be cool. Or, you know, I mean, he didn't say it in those words, but it was like one of those. He did say after the election, I'll have more leeway. Yeah. But it was basically an odd, nod, wink, wink. Uh, just uh, we'll we'll work things out behind the scenes. We'll make things happen. And, you know, and that was no big deal to the left. Yeah, there's no big deal because, you know, Barack Obama's a good man at heart and he wants what's best for the country. I mean, he's the he's a Nobel Peace Prize winner, for God's sake. I know. So did I ever tell you about that Rasmussen poll I saw that was uh, right after Obama had gotten elected, but he wasn't president yet because, you know, there were there, the, the elections in November phase, and. Yeah. They're elected in November and sworn in in uh, January. So it was a Rasmussen pulse that said, do you believe President uh, Obama is – do you believe President Obama is doing a good, a good job? And people are like, yeah, I think he's doing a great job. You're like, he's, he's not even president yet. yet. Yeah. You know? So. All right. So we have anything else to say? Well, I want to say a little bit more about the Mueller, I guess, before we move or transition on to the transition. So there's some – Reactions to Mueller's statement. That was, what, nine-minute-long kind of little statement? Something like that, yeah. So Guy Benson, he's a conservative. I think he might even be an anti-Trumper. He wrote, if he had the evidence, Mueller could have identified criminal conduct and recommended charges, then let the DOJ decide whether OLC guidance would or would not permit those charges being filed against the sitting POTUS. Instead, he decided not to recommend anything. Yeah, it's it's just a fucking, it's a all show well, and keep in mind, Barr and his team sat with down with Mueller and his team and said, do you have any problems with how we've characterized your statement? And Barr asked him that four times, to which Barr swore under oath that Mueller said no. Yeah. You know. Britt Hume, exactly right. If Mueller was never going to be able to find obstruction of justice because of the DOJ policy, then what was the point of investigating exactly. that in the first place? Yeah. By Mueller's reasoning, he couldn't. Have, he couldn't have said Trump or campaign that conspired with Russia if he had found it. He couldn't even have said that. Yeah. What was the point of it. trying to find stuff if he's if he can't be uh, if he can't be charged with a felony? Charles C. W. Cook, is this how it works? Isn't it the other way around? You look for evidence that a crime was committed, and if you don't find it, you say we didn't find any. You don't look for evidence that it wasn't, and then say we couldn't find evidence of innocence. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just really crazy what what they're doing here. Well, O'Reilly's point was that uh, Mueller hates Trump and he respects Barr, so he's trying to walk the line here. He's trying to do what he can to make Trump look bad and keep this ball sort of rolling, but he wants to be careful not to step on Barr's toes. I don't think Barr's taking any shit over this. Yeah, good. You know. But it's going to be interesting if they subpoena Mueller because Mueller went out of his way in that statement to say that he's not going to. Cooperate. I don't have I don't have anything to say. You can you can subpoena me and all that, and I'll show up and I'll talk. But I got nothing else beyond this. Everything I have to say, my testimony is in that. Yeah, he's he's pushing this off now and saying it's your job now to take him down, Congress, impeach him, and do it, which is never going to happen. No. And you know we talked about this last time that. I think the right is going too far with this abortion thing. I think 
most people agree that late-term abortions are bad. I honestly believe it. Um, and I think you can probably find lots of data to back that up. But I still think they're pushing this too hard too fast, that people are sort of saying, eh, back up a little. I think the left is turning around and they're they're causing an unforced error by going after this impeachment stuff. And I think Nancy Pelosi is doing her best to rein that in, you know, because she knows it's not good for them. The number I heard from the pundits was there's about 30 House of Representatives members who are in who are Democrats who are in Democratic areas or areas that Trump won. So the idea being they're kind of on the fence uh, with the voters. And if they push this impeachment thing, Pelosi's worried she loses those. Yeah. And remember, everyone you lose is a two-vote swing. Or is a two... So if they lose a Democrat and replace it with a Republican, that basically counts for two. Yeah. So if they were to get half of those back, it's going to be a 30-member swing the other direction. It's not good for them. But she And she's trying to kind of rein this in and say, hey, look, impeachment's not where we're going with this. Even today, she's like, we're going to try and legislate and do all this. But she left it open saying, but not everything's off the table. And I, I don't think you're going to get half of the country that voted for Trump to say, yeah, well, you're impeaching him. That's OK. You got to show that he did something. I think, I think Clinton getting a blowjob in the Oval Office is – you know, who cares? That's between him and his wife. And yeah, it says something to the character of the person, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the only, the only pr- thing people say is that it opens them up for to being blackmailed. Yeah, you don't think you get to that? You don't think you got a bunch of stuff like that on your way up? Yeah. You get to be president. Yeah. I think you got a bunch of shit people could blackmail you for. Right. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. So I just, I don't buy it. I, I th- It was obvious Nixon did something and he resigned before they could really push it. I think Clinton managed to, you know, lose a couple layers of skin in that, but come out okay. And I just, I don't think there, there's any, you can't impeach a president by saying, well, but, you know, we think he did stuff and he says mean things. This is still, I, I believe this is all still misdirection, trying to keep the focus off the the true crime being committed that was committed by Clinton and, and the Obamas. And I think that there's a lot there that should have been investigated and that wasn't I think because of this. I think that's going to happen, but I don't want to fall into the same trap that the liberals are in right now and say, well, you know that happened. I'm just saying, let's wait and see what happens with the investigation because there's, there's an IG report coming out. The Inspector General Horowitz is doing this. They've appointed, uh, what's his name? The guy we talked about last time who's who's going to be the special prosecutor to look into the dossier stuff, the FISA court violations, and Barr's investigating this stuff. And O'Reilly actually was saying, and again, I I don't think he's, you know, anybody to look up to and think, oh, O'Reilly's this great source. He's but no he dummy, says, though. He believes that IG report is going to come out and show that Comey broke the law. Well, Comey's such a fucking snake. Yeah, I, I think It would be hard not to believe he did some bullshit. Well, McC- uh, Comey and McCabe and Brennan, I think they're all bad. What? Who was the uh, Struck and what? What's the Struck and Page? Yeah, and then who was the who was the real smarmy fucker that was that was uh, testifying? That what the hell was his name? 
the the one that said they had a contingency plan to take out Trump. That was that was uh, struck. That struck. Yep. Okay. And then he was the one that was having an affair with the other FBI agent, or not FBI. Well, but there's, I mean, you say affair, you make it sound all nefarious. They were, I mean, he and Page struck and Page struck's an agent. Page was legal counsel. So I mean, maybe he was married. I don't think they. No, I don't I'm think almost, he was. I'm almost somebody was. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not. I think I'm, they were just dating. Okay. But she said, oh, you know, he's really a vile person. He's like, yeah, well, we'll stop him. Yeah. Okay, you know, kind two. of thing. Yeah. But the part that's even worse and all that is not the stuff they said. I mean, they can have those personal opinions if they want. Him saying that they were going to stop him, you know, that the fact that he's an FBI agent, that sort of implies, uh, wait a second. You know, I'd be like, yeah, I could say that to you. I could say, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton wants to be president. We'll stop her. Nobody's going to think, oh, that's... Well, what's, oh, yeah, what, just, what ability do we have other exactly. than voting? He's got some, so it makes it a little more ominous. Yeah. But what people forget is he's the one who recommended that he uh, he interviewed Clinton, uh, but not under oath and not with an attorney there. Yeah. Just sort of interviewed her and let that go. And then he's the one who told Comey... To not call it gross negligence or Yes, whatever, it was. Because that's a legal term. Yeah. They call it... Um, it was, it was basically, it meant the exact same thing, yeah. but it wasn't a legal term. So mm-hmm. instead of being gross negligence. And said, there's no intent. Yeah, it was, uh, and even though you don't have to have intent. Yeah. You don't have to be a crime. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the term? Because it, well, it was exactly the same thing as gross negligence. Yeah, regardless. Uh, it was yeah. like reckless or something like that. I mean, but either way, he was, he was too steeped in that. He, I mean, he was up yeah. to his, he was up to his hips and that stuff. But the point is, uh, I think... Uh, I think O'Reilly was right, and I hate saying that, in the sense that he he was uh, he was saying that Brennan or not Brennan Mueller is trying to be careful to not get sucked into this whirlpool of stuff that's going to take some of these people down. And I think I think Comey might be the one who takes the brunt of this, which would be fine with me. Yeah, the, so. the more you see the guy, the more you really realize that he's just a weasel. Yeah. So, so, you know what? You brought up that transitioning athletes thing. Yeah. Let's get to that next time. All right. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. If you want to get in contact with us, it's rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow at bread and circuses podcast.com. And uh, check us out on the Facebook page. See you. Bye.